Isle of Imaginaria, Chapter Eight: Sea Between the Shadows. At daybreak the next morning, Marky and Five began their journey on the path marked with ferns and followed it to the forest of fir trees. Once there, she found the creek and set up her campsite. She filled her canteen and sat on the water's edge to dip her feet. As her feet sank deeper into the earth and the water rushed over, Marky felt confident and capable as she remembered her time with the rabbits. She took her piece of tiger's eye and tied it to a piece of fringe on her messenger bag. With no sign of her next scroll, Marky and Five returned to her campsite to wait. While Marky waited, minutes and hours turned into days and weeks. Days and weeks turned into, well, maybe a very long time. Maybe it was a short time. For Marky, time stood still. She adapted with the weather and lived on the land. The thick, low-hanging fir tree branches provided protection in her shelter. The moss, lichen, mushroom, and ferns provided coziness and warmth. Marky built up the outside of her shelter with lots of greenery. Her entire structure was covered in lush foliage and vines. Her days and nights all felt the same. She was very driven and only focused on survival and finding the scroll. And then, one night, she arrived home to the shelter after a long day of scroll searching. And as soon as she walked in, she knew something was different. It felt plain. It sounded plain. It smelled plain. Marky stood alone in the middle of the thatched floor and looked high and low for five. The home-cooked meal and crackling fire was replaced with a still, quiet room. And on Five's platter, a scroll. And on the inside, a handwritten note that read, Dear Marky, please remain strong. Five is with me. Let us know when you find the scroll. Love, Tarsha. So she did just that, and over time, her hair grew long and messy, her muscles grew stronger, her clothes became tattered, and her skin turned tanned and golden. But the longer she was there, not only did she look stronger, she felt stronger. And then, every time it rained, a calmness began to wash over her.
Instead of consuming herself with the search for the scroll, Marky instead began to notice the insects and lizards all around her and the vibrant colors and sounds of the cardinals and woodpeckers. Marky began to notice the way it sounded as the breeze blew through the treetops. Marky walked through the forest. She ran her hands through the tiny saplings as she found her way to a path. There were trees of every kind around her. Some had smooth, white bark that peeled a little on the edges. Others had dark, heavy bark with grooves so deep Marky could fit her whole hand in between. She breathed in the air. It was fresh. She smelled pine. She breathed deeper. She smelled dirt. Marky could hear the sound of running water in the distance. She walked along the path, getting closer to the sound of the water. And as she got close to the sound, she could see an old wooden covered bridge in the distance. Marky stepped on giant pieces of flagstone as she walked towards it. And there in the cracks, beautiful pieces of pink stone with white streaks, rhodochrosite, just like on Tarsha's shelf. She picked a piece of it up and made her way to the bridge. It was a breathtaking lookout. Marky could feel the sun on her neck and shoulders. She sat and dangled her feet over the side of the bridge. She looked all around from this beautiful vantage point. She took a long, deep breath in and then let it out. She spotted a clearing in the trees, a patch of moss and ferns with dappled sunlight streaming in from the canopy above. A deer on the edge of the clearing gently raised and tilted her head as she sniffed the air. Her cupped ears were such a light shade of pink, Marky could almost see through them. Her eyes were so dark brown, they were almost black. And just as their eyes connected, a light rain started to fall. Marky watched as four other deer emerged. One of them, a tiny reddish-brown fawn with white spots, shook his fur quickly when he felt the rain. He found his mama and tiptoed closer to nuzzle under her. She provided just enough shield to keep the baby dry while he ate. Marky watched as they grazed quietly in the rain. And they all moved together back into the forest. 
Marky kept track of their white tails until they disappeared completely. She took one more long, deep breath in and then let it out. When she stood to walk away, Marky saw it, a scroll tucked into the railing. She unrolled the scroll. A large 12-petaled lotus was painted green on the inside with a note that read, You are connected to the hearts of others. You have heard the call of the deer. Your vibration is one that is in alignment with her energy. May you calm the voice of the self-critic and treat yourself with gentleness and understanding. Love yourself and continue along your path. Remember to seek out your inner treasures and use them generously to help others.